Girl Lizzie, y'all, aka Leah Rochelle, and we are here. What we, we here. what we got, Danny? What we got today? This is episode eighteen. So we want to talk about some shit that we talk that people can talk about, but they don't know if they want to talk about it. Mm, you want mm. to talk about? Speak on it. Working while black. Mm. People talk about this because the conversation of the world, you know. Mm. Trump, we told him he got it. Get your shit. Get your shit. Yo, Get that nigga act like he don't want to leave. So that nigga so said no. Social worker, and right now I'm doing service coordination for Keystone. Okay. Um. So do you? So I know you work from home, but prior to working from home, were you in the office? Were you more like field work? Um, a little bit of both. We had like an office day, so we do a lot of. Uh, and then we were doing a lot of field work. But now with COVID nineteen, everything is strictly at home. Right. But then they just opened up recently, like us just going out and getting um doing like an observational visit, okay. just to kind of like check on the participant, get signatures, things like that. So that is has changed a little bit, but. Even though I'm at home, I can still tell I'm working while black. Oh, shit. Let's just say so that. Is there a lot of people that work with you that are people of color, or are you more so like the one brown face in their room full of queers? I would say most of the people of color do the same thing I do. Like okay. we're we're um, service coordinators, okay. but at the top, of course, it's majority white. Now, my supervisor is a black woman, though. Okay, and I will say that me being kind of like close to her now, like we've become friends, I get a little bit of insight on what she goes through as okay. a supervisor and having um, a white, you know, superior. Yeah. Um, okay. So I can kind of like see a little bit of that, like a little bit of difference with that. So tell us a little bit about your experiences being a brown face in a room full of queers. <laughs> well, I haven't, I don't know. I don't know if I had the experience of like the a room full of of clears, but, clear but being like the clear superiors, I will be honest and say this: in my work experience, before becoming the way that I am now, as far as like now, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm going to say how I feel. I would be like, kind of like, oh, I got a cold switch. Oh, I got to speak differently. Like, oh, I gotta, wait. I gotta sit my back up straight. You're oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. You brought something. Okay. Cold switching. Mm-hmm. Cold switching in 2020. Is it necessary? Do we do it? Do you not do it? Like, let's talk about <sighs> cold switching. For those of you who don't know what cold switching is. Now, 
for me, code switching is I switch my whole lane, my the way that I'm speaking, okay. my language. I may even change the tone of my voice okay. to fit what I think is quote unquote, I guess, professional or what my superiors would expect of me. Okay. And my superiors are usually white people. Okay. Now, like I said, before I would do something like that, but now I just remain professional all the way around. Right. Like for me, like I said, I'm not going to speak to them the way that I'll probably speak to, to you if we, you know, busting it up on the phone or to one of my other friends. I'm not going to speak like that, right. but I'm just going to try to remain professional at all times, right. but I'm not going to switch my voice okay. the way that I would have done before, which is, okay. hi, yeah, okay. Um, what, what do we need? Yeah, Billy and Connor in them. What's what's up? What's going on? Now it's just more like, okay, um, what 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 needs to be done? Okay, yes, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's more assertive, so to speak, as opposed to me. I don't want to urbanizing yourself. Yes, yes, that's what I'm gonna say. I don't want to say talking white because I don't think there's a such thing. I feel like if I'm using proper English or speaking proper, that should just be what it is. But. This is just my own personal bias. It, it, it does kind of, I've met a few black people in the office who do, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose, but they talk like, oh my God, like, and I was standing there and I like showed him. And it's like, sis, do you really speak like that? Or are no, you, you farting right now? You don't got to talk like this, sis. Like it's, it's over the top. Yeah. Like, you, don't, you don't have to do that. So what is, what was, what's your experience then? Um, so, okay. I think I probably talked about this in other episodes, but I work for a hospital. Um, I work in, um, I'm a supervisor, so I'm in management in the hospital, and um, I just feel like a lot of people that work, okay, so I'm not clear. Mm, as a manager, though. And I talked about this before. Like, I'm Being a black woman in power. It's, it's a whole headache in itself. I'm not clinical. A lot of the clinical staff tend to be people that don't look like you and I, so they're yes. the queer, they're, you know, the white nurses and doctors. Yes. And, I would say white and like Indian or a Middle Eastern descent. Okay. And a lot of the support staff, the frustration, the, the people that do clerical stuff, the administrative assistants, the support staff, EBS, the techs, the um, patient transporters, they're all, they all tend to be kind of black or Hispanic. Right. So um, I feel like, okay, so prior to me coming to the hospital, I worked in an office and I worked in a billing office and my department was patient services and it was known as kind of like the bottom of the barrel. Right. And everybody in there was black, basically. Right. Like we got we had a, a few white faces, but for the majority, everybody in there was black. Right. The management staff was it was probably eleven people in management in that department because it was the company was large. So right. My department probably was eleven people in management, and the one person that's at the head the director is white, mm-hmm. and all of her employees, her management team was black. Okay. And then we had one guy who was white, but he was gay, so it don't count. Um. <laughs> I'm choking. Hold up. I'm trying to sip my drink. Oh yeah, he black then. Yeah, exactly. They already they gonna treat him as such. Go ahead. So I would say when it came to that, I would say it was a lot of cool switching. For me, cool switching was like I'm gonna talk different to you than I talk to the people that look like me. Yep. And I at first I didn't notice I was doing it purposely, but I did recognize when I was doing it. But then I got to the point where I'm not a dummy. I'm educated. But this is who, this is me. What, what you see, right, you right. Me. And so, yes, I like, again, I probably said this before in another episode. Yes, I like to wear my long weave and my eyelashes, but I'm, I'm not, I'm educated. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking right, about. Right, right. So, I but that's like, all, that's our culture. That's a whole other topic in itself. Exactly. We'll so talk I about like, black culture one day. I feel like I don't cold switch. I just be me. And part of me being me is I try to use 
correct grammar. I try to like, right, say right. Like I got some type of sense to me, especially being in management. I have to say it that way because if I don't, people won't fucking try you. Hence, the people that I work with now at the hospital. Um, a lot of my employees, I probably staff. Um, our, my department has probably like a staff of maybe thirty employees that are the me and one other person. She's also black. She also we look the same. We got the long weave and stuff like that. And I, she's been there a lot longer than I've been there. So right. she's come up along the rank, you know, working in that department. Whereas me, I came in in management. So she started out um, as a rep and then kind of worked her way up. And I, I came into the office as management. Okay. And nobody was trying me. They was trying me. Wow. They, when I walked in there, they was like, oh. And that's what, uh, and cold switching could be used either way. It could be like people black trying to look like and sound mm, properly. Talk are, about it. Or people that are black that think that they could talk to you any old kind of way because you right. look like them. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what I got. The people that were mm-hmm. black think that they could talk to me any old kind of way. Forget the fact that I'm your supervisor. Forget the fact that I got the power to fire your ass. Mm. Mm. But um, if you was white, they probably wouldn't even respond exactly. to you in that way. And I, I think I told you before, like, I've, I've been in situations where I've interviewed people who was looking at me kind of like once they, they was on the phone one way and then when they saw me, they whole voice, tone, body language, everything changed. And it's like, no, still show. Why does my color change the way? Change the way that me? you respect me. Yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't matter so, at the end of the day. I mean, I've, I've seen code switching on, on either side. I try not to be that person. I think we all do it. Um, some of us do it consciously, some of us do it subconsciously, but I think we all do it because of what society yep. expectations mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. us are. Mm-hmm. And we already know if I'm brown, I'm walking like when I walk into when I have um these meetings, these operation meetings, and I walk into a room, normally I'm the only brown face in a room full of white people. And right. they're, and they're doctors, executives, senior leadership in the hospital, and I'm the only brown face. So when I go in there, I try not to be the stereotype that they already think I am. Right, exactly. So I'll pull exactly. my hair back, I'll take my big earrings off, I'll put my little studs in. If I know right. I have a meeting, because I try not to be that person and it's Bad as it seems, like we gotta do it sometimes. I was about to say that it's unfortunate, but sometimes we do kind of like go down to they they little meet they standards sometimes. Exactly. It's unfortunate. It's, kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing that we yeah. can't do it away, and then we can't just be who we are. That's the same thing about people talking about what kind of hairstyles you could wear. You know what I'm saying? Don't oh, I hate that. Don't wear it is. Don't wear it. You know what I'm saying? Don't wear right. it. Speaking of hairstyle, sorry mm-hmm. to put Don't the lady out there. One of the clear people. That's the superior, as they would call it. Not hate even saying it. She got some fox locks, and it's just like, sis, they look a mess. Fall back. Your hair don't lock up. Let it go. And I found out it was weave. Like, stop. No, it. I don't think it does. So it's like, just, just stop. Like, I get it. Maybe you're trying to fit the image of like, oh, I'm cool. I'm down. I'm. But that's earthy like, yeah like you like, don't got to do all that but then at the same time you be on bullshit though right like you the same like, person we that gotta fight to wear out here this way but you think but yeah it's but it's a style and, and it's it's okay and you're setting the okay for you yeah and that's what's not fair because then if i come in with my locks in a certain way it'll probably be like oh well right now, my do you think you can line, turn you that down a little bit but you could probably come in like that and it'll be like oh my god you're so stylish and it's trendy Oh my God! Don't please don't use please don't use the word like if they use the word ethnic man you all the way disrespectful <laughs> like all the way now this is one thing that I will say that I experienced too working while black okay is, I was going to ask you like have you ever experienced any direct or indirect racism or prejudice working while you know you're a person yes okay. now I will let me tell a, a 
one particular situation with my current job. Now, there was a situation that I had with a client or participant, as we call them, and I kept bringing it to the attention of the the clear superior, and it just came like she just kept brushing it off, brushing right. it, brushing it, brushing it, brushing it. And now, time for you to, something to happen. Now you got right, and now that she ended up being in a position where she had to take over, she kind of now was like, oh, I kind of like see what you're talking about, but it's right. like I've been trying to tell you this the whole time. And it's like too many times as a as a person of color, especially a black woman, it always seems like, and even in the medical field, and that's a whole other subject in itself, and we can touch on that one day because I got a whole story about that. Okay. We are kind of like suppressed from having our voice be heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm I'm they telling me to every time I'm I'm coming to, to the table with my issue or my gripe or my mm-hmm. concern. I'm so oh it's okay. Right. It's all right. It's not that deep. Go ahead. Yes. So now it's making me come, like you said, more aggressively. And now I'm really I'm sending emails. I'm doing this. And then you're like, okay, that's too much. You gotta tone it down a little bit. Listen, it's a professional curse out, and they don't even dig it. Yo, I'm gonna curse yo, at my old job before I came to the hospital because we communicated a lot with email. And my old job, I used to, yo, I used to be giving the business fingers, okay? I used to be going <laughs> in like, I'm cursing people out via email. I'm checking the shit out of people via email. Per my last email, as previously stated, like, who the fuck you think You're like, who, this? like, what? Now, there was another job that I worked um a couple years prior. And I think at the time, towards the end of me working there, I was pregnant with KJ. Okay. Now, there was another girl who was white who was also pregnant. When I voiced to them that I was in the, the position that I was in, I had to do sort of like some lifting and stuff like that. I voiced to them, I'm pregnant, so I'm not doing certain lifting. I had to give all this documentation. And from what I was told, she didn't have to do that. And then when I, I went on maternity leave or like a leave of absence and tried to come back, don't you know they gave me bullshit and flat and didn't let me back? Wow. And the thing about it is, Danny, I didn't have the, the emotional capacity at the time to fight that because I had just had a baby. But if I didn't, I would have fought that shit. And I would have had to take that up with somebody because that's crazy to me. Yes, because even the person in HR who was a white person, even they were confused. And I said to them, what is the reasoning for me not being able to come back? She was like, you know what? He didn't really give a reasoning. What? That's not good enough for me. The, the law protects me. Yeah, I'm pregnant. I had to show y'all documentation oh. and proof of why I can't lift. Everybody knows a pregnant woman can't lift. Like, what, what are we even talking about here? Because you're black and they already they associate. They assume, oh, well, well you're strong, you're black. You and don't you, have to and do you're that. Take advantage of the fact that you can't do this, that, and the third. That's how you look at it. Because it's That's crazy. sad. You know what's crazy? At my job, like, I'm trying to, because I do have, I'm not going to say all oh, my employees are supposed to do some fuck shit, but I do have employees that really be trying and they really, like, go hard for our patients and everything. Right. So, and I'll be, you know, explaining to them, like, y'all don't have to take disrespect from nurses or. No, um, you don't. From doctors because they look at you like you're not on a level because you don't No, we just all in a different position. License, How about the, that? The, the yeah. Blood. Your license like, don't determine for you to so, treat me like shit. And, and I be having to tell them that and they be like, no, but the nurse said, but the nurse said, but the nurse said. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And you like, know what's funny? There's no way you can say things without being disrespectful but still command respect from the next person. Mm-hmm. And as black people, we have to be like that, especially in this environment because otherwise, yep. these nurses and doctors don't look like the they don't so they don't understand so they don't understand so because you're the first face they see and these doctors and nurses is not treating them how they want to be treated you gotta know like you gotta fight for them you gotta be their advocate it's unfortunate but we always gotta go the extra mile and above and beyond because of the position that we put in 
It's crazy, man. Girl, wait, sidebar real quick. Okay. Years ago, me and my aunt were in the store. It was a white lady holding her baby. I forgot what store, I think AC Moore or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a white lady in front of us in line holding her baby. Mm-hmm. The baby was turning around looking at us. That's what babies do. So we didn't think nothing of it. The woman turned around and said, Danny, I don't know what it is, but every time we're out, my baby just loves to stare at black people. When I tell you that, listen, we will never forget. And mind you, this happened so many years ago that to this day, me and her go over it in our minds because we we stood in a moment of silence for a long time because we were both in a state of shock. But when we left out, it was like I wanted to curse her the fuck out. But we was in a state of shock. So we both got, this is so crazy. When we were leaving out and the or lady maybe left. Their child is a baby, so they just Babies look, look at people. It don't got nothing to do with them, with their skin color. Babies don't know racism. Not, Y'all teach them that say, shit. You're not born into this world knowing racism. No, you taught, you teach that. So when we, she left, left out, we got to the door and we both turned to each other at the same time and said, did she say? And we just stopped because we couldn't believe that this lady came out her mouth and said, Everywhere we go, my baby. Mind you, the baby couldn't have been no more than six months. That's what babies do. They're inquisitive. They look around. They look at everybody. If we was white, the baby would have been looking at it. So how dare you? How dare you? But then I'm over the top if I would have spit in your face or some shit like that. Then I probably would have got locked the fuck up. Like, who knows? Right. Like, so like, oh, my God, she assaulted me. As the, as the angry black woman. But look at what you just did. Look at what you just said to me. I have the right to be angry. That's the thing. When these things happen... I ha- my anger is justified. Don't make it seem like I'm walking around like this. Mm-hmm. I'm just angry all day. No, I'm angry because you just did some shit to me and I had to suppress um, it. Have you watched the show Black? Uh, what's the one with Tracy Morgan when he come home from jail? Uh, the next OG or something like that? Oh, I've never seen it. I heard it was, it was good though. Where, um, I think, what's the girl name? What's the, oh God, her name is on the tip of my tongue. Tiffany Haddish? Yeah, Tiffany Haddish plays the wife. And she's married to a white man, and you know Tracy Morgan comes home from jail, and he, she's with this man, and they're raising her kids. And the white man um, keeps talking about like different episodes, different times when she's the angry black woman, and she had to check. Uh, like, if I'm the angry black woman, this you you don't know what led up to me being angry at that moment or aggressive at that moment. So then it kind of um, flicked back and forth to the, it'll, it'll start off with her being the angry black woman, and then. Like the next clip will be what led up to her being it, and every single time she was wow. portrayed as the angry black woman, she was justified in her. She was justified, she was justified every time. Don't try to make it seem like we just walking around mad, like it's just in our DNA. We just mad as shit. We mad as shit because of the shit that we gotta go through. Period. Like, why don't you understand it? You know what? You just brought up something that's interesting. I wonder how many people interracial couples, especially men or women. Well, I'm gonna say for the woman. The black woman who has to go through that, right? The the white man saying to her, like, "Look, I don't understand." Right. Like, I, I do have friends who date outside their race and 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 that work in an environment, and I would say the people that I do know that date outside their race, they are their their significant other is conscious of, of what biases that they come account. Yes, it has to be and they, and a per, a white person is conscious of it. Kind of excel. You have to be kind to them. You have to. You cannot deny it because that's what white people, that's what white supremacy is. White supremacy pretends that it doesn't doesn't exist. 
They're like, what do you mean? All you got to do is work hard. Why are the black people not working hard? It, it, um, no, Because no. you ever see that meme when it's an obstacle course, when it's an obstacle course and a white man got the straight, straight clear cap. I got a fucking uh, weight on my ankle right. and fucking grass, trees, yes. bricks, mountains yes. to get through that shit. Like what? Right. That's what that is. You could have done the same thing. You had the same opportunities that Billy had. What the fuck? No, no, we are not afforded or awarded the same opportunities. Like, speak on it. Speak wow. on it. They don't even dig it. <sighs> Y'all don't gotta go I through even half the shit. Yes, yes. Speak it. Girl. Talk your shit, Danny. Go ahead. Talk your shit. I want to know though. Like, do you ever have to deal with this? I've dealt with this at my old job. Like. Not so much now where I'm at because it's a little bit more, I have a little bit more flexibility in the things that I have to deal with. Right. But in my old job, I was confined to an office, confined to meetings every Tuesday, confined to all this kind of bullshit. Um, you ever dealt with like an employee who thinks they're the fucking boss? Whether they be oh, or black. You just triggered um, me. The, I have a story and you just triggered okay. me. Go ahead. If they're, if they're black, they like the brown nose and if they're white, they the stitcher. Let me tell you. Okay. I worked as a case manager at a particular place. Uh-huh. I actually really, really enjoyed the job. I liked it. The other case manager at the time, she was a, it was a clear girl. She was in a position where she was training me a lot because I was new. You know, then once I got a, a hold of things, I developed my own style, my own way of doing things. And the population that we're working with are women of color. These women can relate to me. And it became a situation where these women also... Even some of her clients was coming to me and was gravitating to me and it made her feel away. And I saw that. Now, she probably didn't know how to address that or speak on that. But there was a a particular situation where she stepped on my toes in front of me with my client right there. So I didn't say anything while it happened because I didn't want to become the angry black woman. And then my client see I'm stepping out of my shit. And she's like, oh, shit, I didn't know Miss Khalid was going to act like that. I remain professional. When we got back into the office, because the way it was, it was like the clients had like um, apartments. Girl, we got back to the office. I said, oh, I was about to say her name. Sorry. No, I said, Elizabeth, that's not her name. Elizabeth, can I speak to you for a minute? She said, sure. Oh, my God. Sure. You know, that's how they do. So I said, yeah, I'm going to come in your office. I came in her office and I closed the door. I saw her, her face kind of go, ooh. I said, um, never undermine me again right. in front of my client. I said, because at the end of the day, whatever I have going on with her, I have going on with her. It is not for you to step in right. as if I'm not standing there and try to tell her X, Y, and Z. She was right. like, oh, my God. Thank you for telling me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. Blah, 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 blah. But then I, after I that, like I did that. Exactly. But then this I know that you know what you was doing because after that you started acting a little funny with me. Because I checked you. Because you, 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 you thought I wasn't gonna say nothing. So then when things started to, to happen, different issues and stuff would come up, she would kind of be giving me the quote, mm, mm, kind of acting a little funny. Yeah, because bitch, I had to check you. Right. Like we don't got time for that. You're not super right. case manager. She was acting like she was somebody's supervisor every time. Every little thing that would happen, she would be like, Oh my god, I gotta do this, I gotta step in, I gotta do. No, you don't. Fall back, sis. And it's crazy because from a management perspective, like, I be telling my staff, like, listen, I be cool. I don't give a fuck. Like, I mm-hmm. care because it's my job. I really don't give a fuck. So as long as you do what the fuck you got to do and you do your job, I'm cool. It's the ones that think that don't want to do their job that didn't want to give me their ass to kiss or want mm-hmm. to take advantage of the system. Like, all right, for instance, my job, and this is kind of going on topic, but I'm going to break it back in a second. My job for COVID, they gave a lot of people a lot of free shit. Like, they was giving them money. They was letting them take off time without real explanation. They was, you know, a 
occurrences. Ooh. Like, they was giving like the whole basically you could have took off from fucking March to September without no occurrence. Well, you get because you get paid. You can get paid if you had the time. Call, okay, but they also was giving people like a cool good loan pay. You could um, take off when you want to. Hmm. You, like, they was, that like, was nice. Work. So I felt like, all right, I know people are going to take advantage. It's a people out here that look like us. They got kids, they got families. They're going to take advantage of the system. I ain't no right. stranger to, you know, I'm, I'm about to hustle this real quick because I got time to do this. Okay, fine. But now that it's all over with, and, and COVID is not over, but now that everything is starting to come back, when school started, these motherfuckers are still trying to take advantage. And that's what pissed me off because in management, I'm like, I don't really care. But you making me look bad now because. Right, because don't take advantage now, of it. Now, 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 now Whereas before, I might not have drawn you. Now I gotta draw because you know, my boss is gonna draw on me because then they want to know right. why the world is opening back up. Why this person still can't fucking come to work? Yeah, yeah. And you putting me in a certain position, and it's not cool, especially if I'm exactly. a cool supervisor that and I'm um I don't draw exactly. anyway. And then you gonna put me in that position? Like, don't and do that. Between my job and your job, sis, it's gonna be. Oh yeah, I gotta protect my job. Exactly. But anybody to, would. Back to what you were saying about like snitching. Like I had in my old job when I was working in the office. I had a girl that was a, she was an older woman. She was black, and she used to run and tell her. Oh, one of them. Ugh. Every fucking thing that went on. And that but sis, you don't get no cookie for that. You don't. And she gonna look at you just like she look at us. Like yes. Black yes. And she happy that you're doing that. She wants you to be a little spy. She wants you to be a little spy, and you ain't getting rewarded. For you're not shit. getting rewarded for that at all. Like, come on, we. Don't, no, don't play I tell games. you, we used to be like the fact that she knew so much. It is like okay, once you did all that, what was the, what was your end goal? So did she get a raise for it? No, did she become not. a supervisor for no. it? Okay, so what was the so purpose? Was the end goal. Yeah, like what what happened? But then I had black women who are who who worked in minority management who thought that they were the boss too. So it's like this is huh. like, it's, it's, it's so many layers to working while black working while black person of color. Like while being a woman, management or non-management, but I also want to kind of put out there that sometimes black women in power they take that shit to the fucking. They take it to the extreme. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Power and they they become a bitch. They become a bitch. And some of them, some of them, okay, it it could go one or two ways. Some of them get in power and become a bitch. Some of them get in power and think that they're about to get pushed back. So then. They become a bitch without allowing to see mm-hmm. what's going to happen mm-hmm. before they have to be that person. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... I had a supervisor like that. But the unfortunate part was, all right, when she was doing the same position as us, which is like the low man on a totem pole at first, she was cool. Mm-hmm. When she became a supervisor, she was a tyrant. She, oh, you got to do she this, was, you got to do that. She was a fucking tyrant. First of all, <laughs> but, this is the, but this is the part about it that's messed up. When you were the work, when you were the low worker on the totem pole like us, right? Right. You was lazy as shit and you wasn't a right. good worker. So now that you a supervisor, now you won't be on some bullshit with us. You wasn't even on this bullshit when you was, when you was doing the same job as you us. Was doing the same thing we was doing. So now that you were a little bit, you got a, a Yeah, now you feeling bit. yourself. But this is the part about it that was crazy though. When it came to her friends though, they got all the perks. Right. They got all the birds. There's so many layers to this shit, and we will never have enough time to talk about everything that we got to deal with about being a person of color. But this shit really be on some, like, I don't know, just be on some fuck shit. It really do. Time. It really, really do. It's crazy. So let me ask you this. Like, what's your booster call? Mm, that's, it's working a lot. Like, what's your food for thought? Working while black, my food for thought is don't let anybody suppress your voice. Okay. Say what you need to say. Be authentic. 
be professional still and don't feel like you have to to switch up or change up who you are for somebody to say you know oh well i like her or she's this or she's that you can still be yourself and still get your point across let your voice be heard period Um, I think for me, my food for thought, I, I got a lot of this in my food for thought too because I've been an employee and I've been in management and it, it, it really is just based on the fucking person that you're dealing with. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, as a person, coming from a management perspective, like most of the time, your managers, for the most part, won't draw on, on you unless you give them something to draw about. That's true. Mm-hmm. So as long as you want your P's and Q's and you dot your I's and cross your T's, you 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 will be good, but also just don't do no fuck shit either because like yeah. that shit like coming from a management perspective that shit burns me out too like because you know I gotta go over I gotta overwork myself to deal with you because you know if I don't my boss gonna be my top right and, right you know, I gotta answer to somebody else right so just know that if I do draw on you I draw on you because I got somebody that I have to answer to that's asking why they draw on you yeah and I didn't give you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think that people don't, like you said, don't think about that aspect of it. So, yeah, that's important. So, I don't know. But this was episode 18. This was a good episode. Episode 18. Working while black. Remember, y'all, you can follow us on Instagram at Giving It How We Get It, the podcast. Yes. Um, follow us. We are available on all media platforms. We are available on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Anchor. Um, whatever your your choice is, you know you can definitely listen to us. Um, we wanna we wanna we wanna know what you think. Maybe next episode we'll go live and you guys can tune into our live. Definitely. Um, ask us some questions. But this is your girl Danny, aka Miss Danny Two One Five, and it's your girl Lizzie, aka Leah Rochelle, and we out. And we out.